<laughs> Help! I'm, I'm making too much money. <laughs> well, <this is> just... <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I'm your host, The Baked Potato, a seven-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is February 28th, and this is episode 303. Hopefully, you guys are having an amazing, wonderful Wednesday today. Well, holy moly, smackatoli, $64,000, my friends. We've made it. We've done it. Things are good, my friends. Absolutely excellent. Superb price action so far. So what do we see? What do we have? What is going on? What can we expect from here? Well, Bitcoin, of course, starting on the macro with the weekly. What do we see? What do we have? What is going on? 61 to 63. Hold on. We need to backtrack a little bit here. First things first. This again. Oh, my goodness. This is absolutely insane. Um, All of our key levels broke. All of the bearish divergences invalidated. This is no coincidence of where we are and what we're doing and who's doing it. So goodness gracious, this is such an exciting time of our lives. All right, let's actually get into the episode today. As always, starting off with the weeklies and the macros. Bitcoin, what do we see? What do we have? What is going on? Well, ever since we started breaking above, it looks like around 53.554. Obviously, we've continued to move up this macro move. Momentum has been shifting still into the upside favor. At the current moment, the alter, the overall macro and midterm macro is still absolutely pointing to the sky. Breathtakingly so. 12-day, absolutely geared. Money flow just coming back into the green after triple confirming on the last candle. That was 11 days ago. Uh, total 3 today is also looking at 12-day re-triple confirmation by tomorrow, telling us that potentially, as far as altcoins are concerned, things are just getting ramped up. Now that Bitcoin has broken through its key level of resistances, we're trading almost at the all-time high. If anything, we're trading at the more executed traded level of the all-time high. You know, we can say that, yes, the all-time high is 68,000, 69,000, whatever. But we only spent maybe a day, two days up in that region. The majority of the all-time high area was closer to 60,000, 61,000. So we're definitely in a confluent zone of resistance at the current moment. Obviously, we never got our push back down as far as two days ago is concerned, right? 54 held. We continue to push up. We moved to 56 overnight, pulled back a little bit, and overall have just been since marching to the upside. There's definitely still, still a possibility of pullback, even at this point in time. What we saw today, this massive step up to 64 and swing back down into 58 was huge. Absolutely, absolutely huge. I think we washed out probably 80% of the liquidity that was over leveraged at the time just by having this quick step back down in the last couple hours. So, I mean, really, what is in our way? What is going to stop us at this point from continuing and reaching and doing the thing? Well, not a whole lot that I can see, if I'm being quite honest. The multi-days, three-day, still just looking at retriple confirmation by tomorrow at the same time as a 12-day hitting. Uh, after breaking above trend support and overall structure holding, building up at the $51,000, $52,000 level. Fantastic. Bearish divergences completely invalidated and retriple confirmation coming. I still think that there's much more upside move to potentially come uh, going into next month. We've only got one more day as far as February is concerned. That'll be tomorrow. And with that confirmation of the 12-day and the three-day coming in at the same time, it does look like March is setting us up for a explosive month of price action. My friends, biggest thing I can see right now, if we were to see some sort of rejection into the beginning of March, yeah, we're going into March. <laughs> uh, I can still see us bouncing off of 61 to 62, coming back down towards 56 one more time. If you guys uh, followed what I said in the Discord a couple, I think it was yesterday or the day before, essentially, if we were to close above 56 at this point in time of those midterm 
macro higher term timeframes, everything was going to be all good in the hood as far as upside continuation is concerned. We still have that concern of potentially backtesting into towards 56.9, 56.5, but otherwise everything is still absolutely juiced. I don't see a whole lot of reason why we would need to do that at this point in time, other than maybe another soft to mid hard rejection. The midterm timeframes are starting to look like they want to be pushed out. The four hour being almost at the top of fibs, market structure still being respected. Everything is all good, but we, again, we're starting to see a little bit of piddling out in the midterm and short term. Does that mean it needs to amount to anything? Absolutely not. You know, we want to be aware that a dump can come, but also not expecting a dump to come. You know, having those orders ready to go, if in so in time, if it does occur, that we are ready for it to occur. But we're not expecting it. We're not shorting at this point in time. I don't think that's a smart idea. You know, we had our starting entry back at 51, uh, 52. We were absolutely invalidated by closing candles above the previous high levels here. We made sure to point that out as well, that, that you know, the scalp, if, if it was going to get overturned, would be closing above 52 on consecutive midterm timeframes. We've done that where we had done that and we've absolutely blasted into the upside favor. So again, we, because we've already reached into 64, you know, and we had such a hard back test back down, I think a lot of the, the, the majority of that volume that was pushed out was essentially, you know, short liquidity, forced closing, continuation very, very likely still in the mid to near term future. The big thing today, my friends, total three, we have not seen this do anything. And I think that's such an important point to make. Again, the 12 day being about 12 days behind Bitcoin's confirmation is still looking like we have a lot, a lot of juice left to the upside. Money flow hasn't even come back into the green as far as this time frame is concerned. Fibs haven't fully extended to the upside and the top is sitting at around 858 to 860 billion dollars um, at the current moment. That should be about where we're at, honestly, right now, being as to where Bitcoin price is right now. Um, the fact that we're not there yet, you know, a huge potential signal here that like it is going to just snap into place. Essentially a massive jump, maybe a couple days of jumping, just as we saw with Bitcoin um, to catch us up because as you know, as far as everything's concerned, total three is way, way, way lagged right now. You know, if, 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 if Bitcoin, like if you're looking at this in comparison to the last cycle, right? Um, Bitcoin being at around $60,000 is the equivalent of the total three being at about $860 billion, not $580 billion. We're about 50% uh, lower than we should be right now. So surprising data, interesting. I still think there's a massive amount of volume to come into the total three. As soon as we start breaking about 590 billion, that is our short-term key level of resistance right now. We already poked above it. We got to about 560 billion today on the high. We reached all the way back down into key level support of 580 and have since been bouncing. So the fact that we closed already above that level of 590, we got to 600, right? 10 billion extra dollars. Um, the higher high is already confirmed. The momentum is still building to the upside. And essentially what this did for us is, is like forcibly retested and backtested what was resistance now acting as support at 580. So super interesting signal going forward as far as the shorter term timeframes are concerned, uh, as far as total three is concerned. And I would be, again, looking for uh, the majority of opportunity to come over the next two weeks into the alts. I think Bitcoin is probably going to continue going sideways and up. Um, chilling in and above 60 would be the best case scenario for us going forward into the future. Um, but what that's going to do for alts is much more exciting, in my opinion, in the shorter term. So be sure to absolutely watch total three over the next two days. Once we start closing above 590, again, I would expect you know more volume than we've already seen starting to flood into these alts. We know a lot of our altcoins did hit retriple confirmations on the daily in the last couple of days. Uh, AVAX being one of those, say uh inj like there's a ton of stuff that was on that list if you guys are interested check out the link for the discord in the description below jay posts that stuff um every day at close whatever tc'd up whatever tc down on the daily perspective it'll be posted over there 
Oh, Ash says ETH is much lower than it was last time Bitcoin was at these prices. Exactly. It's not just ETH, right? It's it's AVAX, it's Solana, it's it's essentially everything but Bitcoin right now. Bitcoin is front running the move because of all the ETF volume. Altcoins are going to inevitably pick up their boots and start to rip as well at some point very soon. More than likely going into potentially next week starting. So a lot of excitement to come still out of the altcoins, my friends. Yes, it looks like our multi-day. Um, look at the wrong thing. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, let me see here. If we have anything significant as of recent, it doesn't seem to be so. Bounce off the 0.5. Continued as far as daily is concerned. 16 hour, 12 hour. Starting to look a little bit tired, but also momentum is still building to the upside. I definitely don't want to see a rejection at $590 billion. That may end up turning us back down towards, say, 565 and or all the way back down to the 382 of the major level key level support at 550. Um, at this point in time, again, what's it going to take for us to get down there? You know, Bitcoin would have to heavily drop below 60 at this point in time and or 58K and try to retest, say, 55 or maybe even all the way back down to 52. Very much a possibility at this point in time. Again, we don't want to, you know, rid our minds of a potential backtest retest. Um, and, it would, you know, it's good going forward for the overallness of everything. We saw that alts, you know, even though they got pushed back down with Bitcoin rejecting at 64, how did they react and how are they reacting right now? Bitcoin's actually lower in price than it was a couple hours ago, but the altcoins are actually trading higher. So, you know, give them a little bit of time to catch up, a little bit of, you know, like, like Bitcoin likes to play ahead and then the alts catch up and then Bitcoin steps back and the altcoins step ahead. You know, like they're just, they're taking turns, leapfrogging back and forth, more than likely to see continuation of that um, still to this day. Continued on the macro. Um. So yes, biggest thing, again, 590. Once we start closing above $590 billion, structure starts to change, fibs start to extend, things start to get very exciting. We can see on our midterms, total three is already reaching into that $650 billion level. Um, that's more than likely going to be our midterm over the next possibly two to three weeks target. Um, I can definitely see another $100 billion flooding into the total three if Bitcoin's going to chop sideways and or just overall consolidate and go up. So very exciting stuff as far as that is concerned. Traditionals today actually rejecting off the 18,000 as far as NASDAQ is concerned. S&P not really rejecting, kind of actually just chilling sideways. Probably best case scenario for what we're seeing in the crypto land. You know, uh, stock market and traditionals chilling. We obviously have confirmed higher highs. You know, the fact that we're up here and we're chilling and we're not rejecting falling back down super hard, in my opinion, is an overall great sign going forward. Um, if the S&P were to come back all the way into key level support, major level support, that's around 4,800 points. I could definitely see it if we get rejected completely over the next week or two. We do have a bit of bearish divergence starting to stack up in some of our indicators. It's not across the board. It's not an absolute guarantee. Structure for now, as long as it's holding at around 4950, more than likely to see extension and continuation from there. If we start closing below 4950, like I said, the back test then of potentially 48 comes to mind. Probably the majority max pain type of deal that we can get back to at this point, as far as the S&P is concerned. Uh, if we're looking at that uh, in terms of like NASDAQ, we don't really want to see our short term trend broken. That would be breaking at around 17690. If we were to close below 17690, uh, probably back into structure 17420 and or all the way back down into key level support of 16,800, 16,900. Yes, for now, things continue. Structure continues to hold. Um, the fact that we're consolidating here again, you know, and Bitcoin's absolutely ripping, um, is good going forward for everything. You know, we're consolidating here, chilling over here, pumping over there. Alucard, it is not the time. Cat, be gone, foul beast. <laughs> Dixie today, a little bit of a rejection off the 104.2. We came all the way back up into it in the shorter terms. Daily, potentially looking at some sort of invalidation candle here. Um, yes, more chop, more sideways. Again, the longer that these kind of chill, consolidate, continue rejecting off key level resistance, 
uh, the better it is going forward for us in crypto land. Um, you know, the focus will get turned. People will be like, why the fuck am I trading this coin for 2% a month when I could be trading Bitcoin that just went up 20% in a month? Well, I guess closer to almost, you know, 50% in a month. Like you guys got to realize only a couple of weeks ago, we were looking at $40,000. You know, that like, let's get over here quickly and look at our channel. What did we say? I do believe that we said if we hold 40, buying support at this level, holding key levels apart two weeks ago, Bitcoin breaks above 50 with volume, big things are coming. Bitcoin battles at 50k, all things look explosive, blah, 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 blah. Um, Bitcoin holds 40, it's over. And exactly, we've done that. Boom, bang, bing, that was four weeks ago. So one month ago, 50%. Insanity. You know, you guys have to realize things are changing and people are not paying attention right now. It is the, it is the most infuriating thing to know that the majority of retailers are still sidelined, don't know what the fuck's happening. You know, they're giving all their Bitcoin away or they're selling it at these mid prices to like evil corporations. I think we can be honest with ourselves. BlackRock is not, you know, full of good people. <laughs> they're taking over the fucking world. It's not the best thing, but I mean, they're injecting, you know, us with profit and possibility. So it is a double-edged sword, my friends. That's all I got to say. But do we really want to, you know, they're in it for the fucking long term. Are you going to sell them your precious Bitcoins at what is equivalent to, you know, the previous 20K level? Because that's essentially what we are. That's where we're at. You know, this in previous cycles was $20,000. And now that we're back up into all-time high territory, like again, things start to change. Fear and greed index, I would imagine, is going to start pumping up from today forward. Continuation to the upside, very still, very, very likely. Again, I think the majority of this back turn, back test that we had today, just in the last couple hours, uh, was essentially forced liquidations, you know, forcing people to sell positions, short positions, blah, 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 opening up liquidity for the overall space. So, oh my goodness. Super exciting, my friends. What can we expect going into still the rest of the week? Again, I would be looking for a continuation. Um, once we start closing back above 62.5, more than likely to revisit all the way back up into 64 and or all the way up to 65. Once we start bumping through the all-time high, technical all-time high of 69, um, I'm expecting prices to head in towards the $77 mark. Maybe then a soft rejection from there. If we, excuse me, if we don't see soft rejection from that point, um, the likelihood of continuation from there is still very, 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 very likely. Binance, Binance chart. Yes. All right. And I guess just lastly, for a little bit of hopium and, and just happiness and all, I showed you guys this chart months and months and months ago about the similarities. We, I think we were back here at 40 when we were looking at this thing, you know, like anything and everything about this comparingly to the last cycle, right? It's, it's absolutely bang on. Like your, your steps up, your retest region, your consolidation zone, your structuring of where it's shifting right back to the upside. Like this is telling me essentially that more than likely this next move is going to take us up into the maybe mid to 80k ish regions, 85, then a major retest back test of the previous all time high. Like now that we're back at this stage of the game, I don't think we're going to stop as long as we're holding above, you know, 59, 60k on a closing candle basis. As far as these midterm macros are concerned, the thought is overall a little, maybe a little bit of consolidation into the next couple of days, weekend, but overall we're going to keep pumping up right? Reach into 70s, come back to 60. Reach up into 85, come back to 60. And once we've solidified 60 as now support, not resistance, because we're not really seeing a whole ton of resistance here, it makes the most sense. Um, That's when things absolutely start to really, really start to pick up. I still think we're very early to the cycle, to this run. Momentum is still picking up. Volumes are still picking up. You know, the what was squeezing price action is turning into expanding price action, and that's good for everyone. So, yes. For now, 60K, as long as it is candle closing basis holding, um, I would say at least four hour candles or better, more than likely continuation still to the upside to, to pull ahead. You know, we still got to see our fibs extend. Everything's just, man, ah, 
We at the top now and then back down to 49. I don't think that is the case, my friend. I think we had the opportunity uh, when we rejected off of like 52 the first time, right? We had our chance here to back test into 49 and or lower. And it just did not happen. We couldn't break back below 50. You know, if we solidify 60 at the same time or just as we did with 50K, I just don't see it, bro. I don't know. I don't see it yet. But that's just a theory, a Bitcoin theory. Well, my friends, as always, these episodes are brought to you in part by TripleConfirmation.com, your number one source for decentralized automated trading bot action. Soon to be trading live again. Hopefully you guys can check it out. It's in the description below. And make sure you like and subscribe. We will be continuing over here on YouTube if you guys are following along on the interwebs, Spotify, RSS feed, Google Podcasts. Just know I appreciate you guys. I hope that you have a great rest of your day and exciting things going forward. I'm glad that you are along the way for this adventure that we call trading. All right. Take care, my friends. Bye-bye.